stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So we're getting jobless numbers out today. And while it's true that the recession is, is in our rearview mirror, that we've been in a period of recovery, when you look at the jobless numbers you don't see the signs of a robust economy. And certainly for people who don't have a job or lost a job, can't find a job, it'd be, uh, it'd be tough to convince them that this is a recovery, that we're out of the recession. Now, certainly it's going to be the case that, that job numbers do lag. And more or less, when it comes to the uh, employment rate, we are back at where we were or close to it before the recession. But it still seems sluggish. And even though there's been recovery in Calgary here, for example, the jobless number was up for Calgary. Calgary's unemployment rate is up to 8.2%. That compares to 6.6 in Alberta and actually 6.4 for the city of Edmonton. Uh, Nationally, the economy shed 52,000 jobs and the unemployment rate uh, went up slightly. This is interesting. Just as, a, as an aside to all of this, uh, the Bank of Nova Scotia, their economics team, and a note to clients, said, if you believe that Canada gained over 50,000 jobs in July and then ditched them all in August, then there's land for sale at the heart of the Arctic Circle with your name on it. In other words, don't put too much stock into all of this. So what do we make of all of this? Now, joining us to try and sort it all out is Trevor Toome. Associate Professor of Economics at the University of Calgary, Research Fellow, School of Public Policy at the U of C. Trevor, thanks for joining us here. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start with that point, that it would seem odd that the economy would gain 50,000 jobs in July, lose 50,000 jobs in August. So what, what do we make of the big picture here? Well, we should think of these job numbers, these labor force surveys, as they're called, really as giant polls, right? When we see a political poll, for example, and the support for one party or another, we always see along with it this plus or minus three or four points, 19 times out of 20. Mm -hmm. So any given estimate is itself really just kind of a guess within a range of potential numbers where the true value lies likely within. And that's, that's the same here. Statistics Canada surveys people, literally contacts them, uh, and they go through a questionnaire together about what their labor market situation is like, whether they're working or not, and if they are working where. So it's a big, giant poll. And the margin of errors are quite large. Uh, for example, Alberta's employment. The plus or minus on that is nearly 20,000 people. So if we say that our employment is uh, a certain amount, you want to attach to that a plus or minus 20,000. And our unemployment rate here in Alberta today, and in today's numbers, 6.7%, that's really 6.7% plus or minus 0.6%. So there's a pretty wide band around these things. So when we see a big jump up in one month or a drop in another, you don't want to make too much of that. You really should look to trends rather than these point estimates, just like with political polls. Interesting. And that's an important point because we, we think of this as something that's objective, that we're counting the number of jobs that exist or counting the number of people that don't currently have jobs. But that's probably not, not realistic to do it that way, is it? Right. Uh, and now it is a massive poll. We are counting a lot of people yeah. nationwide each month is on the order of roughly 100,000. So this is a big uh, and, and costly poll. So it's precise, but th- there are millions uh, of 
uh, of Canadians. And so we are extrapolating somewhat from that sample. Uh, so we talk about trends um, nationally. Let's let's start with the, the national picture because uh, you know, things are. I, I think if you want to look back over the last few decades, where we're at right now in terms of an unemployment rate is is not too bad, but it it seems sluggish. It hasn't really. I mean, it hasn't worsened significantly, but it hasn't improved significantly. Yeah, the unemployment rate nationally uh, was going into the recession about six and a half percent sorry going into alberta's recession the national unemployment rate was about six and a half and that rose to seven primarily because of the oil producing provinces unemployment rates growing but that's fallen pretty steadily to where it is today uh which is five sorry six point zero percent but it's it's been roughly flat since november of last year so all through 28 so far it's kind of hovered little bit below, uh, kind of near six points. Um, and that decline that we've seen has, has kind of stopped. Now, at some point, of course, the unemployment rate can't just keep declining. There is a natural rate where uh, an economy is going to tend towards, but it's certainly the case that uh, the big drop that we saw through 2016 uh, and 2017 um, kind of ended. When we look here in Alberta, as mentioned, I mean, you know, the recession has been over for some time. Uh, you know, job recovery is going to take a little bit longer. So what are the trends we're seeing in Alberta? Yeah, I think there's two notable ones that stand out. There's no doubt that recovery is underway. Um, and all that means is to say that things are not getting worse. Uh, that's not to say that the pace of recovery is outstanding or that we're exceeding our pre-recession levels. Uh, some groups are, are doing uh, not bad. If we look actually at the employment rate of middle-aged Albertans, those between 25 and 54. The fraction of them who now have a job today is the same as when, or as the same as prior to the recession. So that's, that has, that's a group where recovery has occurred. But if we look at young Albertans, young men in particular, they're way less employed than they were prior to the recession. So that's really where a lot of the pain is concentrated there. And then geographically, if we look across cities, the unemployment rate has been steadily falling uh, in Alberta and in other cities, Edmonton, for example. But Calgary, while we saw initially a drop in unemployment after the recession, for the past year it's been pretty flat. And today, it, uh, or we saw that it increased a little bit to 0.2%. So now there's a pretty big gap between Calgary's unemployment rate and Edmonton's, for example. And what might explain that? So that's a, that's a tough question. I think yeah. the nature of Calgary's jobs are, are different. We kind of have more of the support activities for oil and gas relative to Edmonton, and those are also the jobs that are disproportionately affected through the recession. And we're, we're kind of counting on increased investment in oil and gas, for example, and expanding headquarter operations and, uh, and whatnot for those jobs to come back. So uh, I'm just guessing on that point, but we're seeing less of uh, recovery or definitely a slowdown in the pace of increases in those support activity roles. And I think, at least going forward, especially with the delay in Trans Mountain, uh, the prospects for those types of workers has, has gotten a little bleaker as well. Well, and I wonder if one explanation might be, and I guess this cuts to, to another issue uh, that, that's been debated recently in Alberta, the question of public sector mm-hmm. job growth mm-hmm. versus private sector job growth. Is it possible that Edmonton has a lower unemployment rate because there are more government jobs in Edmonton? 
Well, that wouldn't explain the changes through time. I mean, the increases that we see in public sector employment are almost entirely accounted for by health and education jobs, which mm-hmm. are spread out wherever new schools happen to be being built, in, including here in Calgary and other cities. In Edmonton, it's really kind of the, the bureaucrat jobs, and right. those haven't seen anywhere near the kind of increase that we see in public sector jobs more broadly. Well, and yeah, I mean, it gets back to the point you're raising about how we count the number of new jobs or jobs lost. And, you know, much was made about those Fraser Institute numbers last week that contrasted private sector job losses uh, since the recession and more since four years ago versus public sector job creation. I mean, how much stock do you, do you put in that? You know, I, I mean, it's, it's a completely accurate uh, observation that private sector jobs are still far below where they were when the recession started, mm-hmm. and public sector jobs are, are higher. So there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, we, we, we seem to be facing uncertainty. Certainly, we look at what's happening with the Trans Mountain uh, uh, expansion and, and, you know, uncertainty around, uh, you know, the, the spinoff from that. I mean, where, where, did, where do you see us going from here? Is it, is it are you able to look in your crystal ball? I mean, are we, do we see encouraging signs on the horizon because we see NAFTA uncertainty, pipeline uncertainty? We, we see cause for, for pessimism in, in some cases. Yeah, and I, I think with that ruling, I mean, the resource sector generally is already unpredictable in that international price movements, you can't see those coming. And yeah. here we're seeing also a kind of unpredictable regulatory environment. And I think that absolutely has an effect on... On investment, and we're seeing it. Uh, Suncor uh, just the other day announcing they're putting on hold planned expansions to some of their facilities, and, and we're going to see more of that. And we're going to see more of that for good reason. Absent a way to ship out the product that you produce, uh, you have to go by rail, which is much more expensive. That cuts into your margins, cuts into the return on investment. So there's going to be less investment and. The recession that we saw, the job losses that we saw through the recession are really tied to that investment drop. Uh, it's not like we're producing less oil than before the recession. So it's not the production side. It's about exploration and development and, and drilling and constructing new facilities. Those are the jobs that saw the biggest drop. And until investment returns or grows more than we've seen, and it's not really growing at all in that sector at the moment, um, then a lot of those support activity jobs won't be coming back. And, and the decision over Trans Mountain just kind of makes the prospects there even worse, yeah. unfortunately. Indeed. Well, we'll leave it there. Trevor, always appreciate the insight. Thanks so much for joining us here. My pleasure. Anytime. Take care. Trevor Toom, Associate Professor, Economics, University of Calgary, also a research fellow at the U of C's School of Public Policy. Our number here, 974-8255, 974-TALK. What, what do you make of these numbers? And what do you think we need to do? Right. Does job creation need to be a government priority? And in what form does that take? And we could do the whole economic stimulus and we'll just build a bunch of infrastructure. Maybe that'll create jobs. We can try to remove barriers that are keeping private sector employ- employers from creating jobs. Uh, who knows? Maybe the Olympics will save us. I'm- Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.